Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, I'm bringing in one of my mentors that's been around for a long time. This gentleman has started up with us at Lifestyles in Houston, uh, became a mentor in Houston, which means he went full circle from not having enough passive income to retire to retiring, to retiring and then being at the point where he had enough time to give back and then he decided to go one step further and retire in his dream location up in Austin. And uh, he and his wife built their dream home on a dream lake and just continued to perfect the idea that it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. And uh, he's still mentoring because he loves people and loves to give back. He's always been someone to like to to help others. And today I got him on because we want to hear his story. We want to see what does it take to be such a successful person. So with us today is Kim McLean. Kim, welcome to the show. Good morning, Dale. Thanks for having me on. Kim, where do you think the whole story starts at? Do you have any idea? Were you, were you an entrepreneurial type person when you were young? I know you had your own business before you came here, but where, where did it really start, Kim, that you became an entrepreneurial successful person, that you've always done what you wanted to do, did it where you wanted to do it, with whom you wanted to do it? You've always been that person ever since I've known you, and you've never been a stressed out kind of individual. You're always jovial. You're always excited about the future. Where did all this start at? What, what kind of a childhood created that kind of a personality? Well, thanks for asking. Um, I, I've thought about this long and hard, and, and I'm going to tell the story of, of uh, my life after college, which I've never really told anybody. The only people really know about it in my family. And um, I, I'm hoping it's helpful for, for a lot of people out there because I've heard arguments that, well, I'm poor, I can't do this, or whatever. So, um, you know, I grew up in a middle-class family. We weren't poor, we weren't rich, but my parents were able to pay for my sister and I to go to college, which we both did. And so after I got out of college in 1979, I had a degree in geology, like my dad, and worked in the oil and gas business and did that for about Oh, five or six years working for other companies, and then I was lucky enough to form a company with my dad and my brother-in-law, and we started our own little oil and gas company. And when I say I had the world by the tail, I really did. I mean, I just thought, you know, I had it made. This was great. My only concern was that I was going to be working in the same industry for the rest of my life in the same town. And I thought, okay, you know, I guess I can get by with that. So everything was rocking along, and then around the late 1980s, the oil and gas took one of its many dips. Um, The price of oil dropped to, I think, around $25 or $30 a barrel. Uh, Where I grew up in Lafayette and where I lived after college, uh, that was 
solely dependent on oil and gas. And so jobs were drying up very quickly. And so our income was going down. We were struggling to, you know, to make a living. And uh, then my dad had a, um, had a seizure and ended up with a, uh, with a brain tumor. Excuse me. Yeah. And Take it, a moment. Gather yourself. That's okay. Like I said, I've never really talked about this before. <laughs> anyway, so we uh, we struggled to get by, and uh, and then you know he couldn't work anymore, and my brother-in-law took a job with a um, with an oil company, a large oil company, so he could support his family. So they kind of I was left there trying to trying to make ends meet. Uh, kind of put all my uh, money and effort into one last drilling prospect, which uh, which was unsuccessful, we drilled a dry hole. So I was pretty much broke. Um, I started working as a substitute teacher, and anything I could do in a town where there were no jobs, you know, it was it was very similar to like the, you know, the, I would imagine these, uh, uh, cities up in the northeast and steel with steel and coal and all that you know there were no jobs and so uh i did what i could to get by and then um i herniated a disc in my back and so i had uh, i had no money i had no insurance i couldn't work and so it was really a struggle and i you know i couldn't help my mom out she had no income coming in and so uh, it was. It was really a struggle. And so I, uh, I looked around and found a job in Houston in the environmental business. You know, the thing is, when you're a geologist, you only really have three options: you either work in the oil and gas business, you work in the environmental business, or you work for a state agency. So I, I found a job and moved to Houston, which in itself was a really difficult decision for me because. Now I could not help my mom at all, but I was at a point in my life where I needed surgery on my back. I was deeply in debt, and I had to earn money. I couldn't, you know, I hear these, these kids these days that, you know, they, they lose their job or they don't have a job. They just move back in with mom and dad. Well, that had never occurred to me to even do that, plus it wasn't going to work because my mom was struggling like I was. And so I had no choice, and so I had to move to Houston and work in a totally different industry that I had no interest in, really. But I did it, and uh, that was the lowest point in my life. I was in a new town. I was broke, uh, had no friends, uh, was, couldn't do much because I had a, a, a bad back. But I was determined that I wasn't just going to lay down and, and uh, you know, just fade away. And so I... Uh, I worked hard. I worked hard in the industry. I, I worked and paid off my debt. I, uh, once I got to a point where I qualified for the insurance that my company provided, I was able to get back surgery. Uh, I was now back on my feet. The surgery was a success. And so things started looking up, and I started making strides and paying off debt and all those other things. And so I come out of that 
and uh, was working toward a better life. That's an amazing story, Kim. You've never so, told that to anybody. I've never heard that. You've never shared it with me, never shared it with anybody else. So we're really thankful that you could get that out. I know it was difficult. Um, what kind of back surgery did you have? What was wrong with your back? Uh, I had a laminectomy. I had a herniated disc while I was working out. And uh, it prevented me from standing for more than a couple of minutes at a time without, you know, pain running down my leg. So it was... Uh, it was tough. It was tough. But I, I survived, and like I said, I worked at the company and, and started paying off my debt and uh, started listening to um, this fellow on the radio named Dave Ramsey, which a lot of other people do. And so I started in earnest paying down debts, trying to save money, and, um, you know, get, put myself back <laughs> to where I wanted to be. And so... Uh, after saving up some money, I was able to buy a small house, and I was able to save a little money, which I invest in the stock market and promptly lost. So my uh, my investing career was not good at all. And uh, I guess on the other side, I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you where I went from there. Was Julie there during all this? When did she come into the picture? No. No, she came in uh, a couple of years later. Um, wow. No, it was, it so was you, just me. You went through all and, that by uh, yourself, yeah. huh? Man. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Man, that's an intense story. I'll tell you what, that's, uh, that's live news, guys. We've never heard this before. Kim is sharing something very personal, and uh, you can see the pain. You know what comes out of the pain? What rises from the fire Right, is the Phoenix. And so when we come back from break here, we'll have Kim McLean and the Dell Walmsley Radio Show rising like a Phoenix. We'll be right back. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Lifestyle. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. I'm sorry. And uh, with me here today is Kim McLean, one of the mentors from uh, multifamily mentors from Lifestyles Unlimited. And Kim has just uh, shared his personal story with us over the first segment here. And uh, we found out that someone is as successful as Kim could actually start out in a very difficult situation in his early life. So, Kim, you you came here to Houston. You've gone through all that you've just shared with us. And uh, you're here now working in an industry that you didn't really set out to work in. Yet you worked your way through it, got the job done, got enough uh, 
of the seniority there, at least to be able to get to the insurance, got your back fixed. What went on from there? Well, so after working there for about five years, um, I, I told everybody I'm probably the world's worst employee. I decided it was time for me to move on and and start my own company because I just I'm, I'm a terrible employee, as you you probably realize too, Dale. So uh, so I did that and uh, luckily for started you, my own company. Luckily for you, Kim. Luckily for you, I don't have employees. I have other people <laughs> driven for my mission. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's the only reason I'm sticking with you. <laughs> so, um, no, I um, uh, I uh, saved up enough money to, to buy a small house. And like I said, started listening to Dave Ramsey and actively paid off everything, paid off my car. It was well on my way to to uh, paying off my, uh, my house. When I went shortly after, this was right after 9-11, uh, I went to Las Vegas for a conference. Uh, indoor air quality conference, which is almost as exciting as it sounds, and um, <laughs> I actually hit a ja- I, I, I actually hit a jackpot in Las Vegas, uh, the best jackpot of my life. I met my wife, and uh, we started a long distance relationship for a number of years, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And she finally convinced her to move to Houston. And she was living in California at the time. And so when she sold her house in California and moved to Houston, uh, then we got married a year later. Well, she had a, you know, a windfall uh, profit from selling a, you know, a, a regular townhome in California and moving to Houston. So with that money, we were able to start looking at investments. And long about that time, I started, I, I told you I was listening to um, Dave Ramsey on the radio. Well, your show started coming on right after his. And so I started listening to yours when I was stuck in traffic in Houston all day. And so uh, I really got the itch. So when, when she and I uh, moved in together, then got married, uh, she was traveling a lot as a, um, as a uh, trainer, and I was traveling as an environmental consultant. Well, I had developed some pretty good clients, a, lot, uh, a nice uh, uh, bank of work in Mexico. And so I was traveling down to Mexico quite a bit. And so uh, we had decided that we were tired of doing all this traveling and we wanted to do something to supplement our income to where either one or both of us could cut back on some of the traveling. And so I mentioned to her that I had, uh, I had heard your show and uh, I said, let's go, let's go talk to him. Because like I mentioned before, my success in investing was terrible. I was uh, not good at it, and I admitted to myself that I didn't know anything about investing other than buying stock and hoping that it would go up. And so uh, I, we went uh, to the two-day, and before that, I had bought a whole bunch of books about investing, and everything from buying notes to buying houses on the, on the courthouse steps and you know all those things. And so when I went to hear you at the two-day, a lot of the stuff that they said in these things about investing made sense. It was the same stuff you had said, you know, after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad and, and uh, all of those books that we recommend from Lifestyles. It really clicked with both of us. 
And so we decided, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to invest. You know, of course, we, like everybody, on the first day, we talk about, uh, in the two-day, we talk about single-family houses. And so we, uh, we're going to buy some single-family houses and supplement our income. And then uh, that second day, boy, when you talk about apartments, it went off like just, you know, like a big bell right inside our heads going, wow, this is the thing to do. And we can do this uh, since we had some cash. So we uh, we joined immediately on that Sunday and um, uh, went in full bore. And now, of course, it, as you remember, this was back of the old office and you didn't have anything online. We had to drive up from Clear Lake, which was an hour, to, to sit in those really, really uncomfortable chairs and look at those videos on the kiosk for hours at a time. And so, but we were determined we were going to do it. So, you know, those youngsters today that can look at this stuff online, they certainly have it made. So man, I forgot we, all that. We stuff. Did that's, that. that's so far be, that's so far back. I can't even remember it. That's amazing. You remember all that stuff, but it's right. You had to come up to the office to get the videos because we didn't have an internet availability. We just well, I remember the, at the two day you had an eye infection and you were rubbing your eye the entire time. I remember that. <laughs> One of the many ways I've tried to kill myself in the last twenty years. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I think you know it's kind of like you know you know you remember where you were when JFK was shot, right? So I mean, yeah. you remember those things, and this was such a profound uh, uh, deal in our life that you remember every little detail about it. So when you came in, you oh. brought Julie the first time. You came to the two day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So where was Julie on all this? How did she feel about it? She was all on board, uh, even though she hadn't read all the investing books that I had. Her family had uh, been involved in real estate in um, in California. Uh, in fact, her mom and dad owned a hotel when she was growing up as a little girl. She and her brothers would work in the hotel. They were sweeping out the uh, the rooms and everything. And then uh, she was a um, one of her many careers. She, she spent most of her time as a flight attendant, but she... Um, she also worked for a property management company in San Diego. She was an administrative assistant. So she had a working knowledge of real estate and was not afraid of it, like like so many spouses are that I hear from in my mentoring. And so it was easy to sell her on the idea. So uh, we didn't think twice when we signed up on, on that Sunday. It's really good to have a team like that, Kim. I mean, to be able to have a husband and wife that are willing to work together, and you guys have always seemed like you were on the same page. I've not met too many people that have strong relationships, as, as, as strong a relationship as you and Julie have, which really makes it a positive thing. Uh, we're going to take a break here for a minute, Kim. Uh, if anyone wants to call and ask Kim a question, our number here is 877 5211. That's 877-711-5211. Phone line to be open while we're away. We'll be right back with Kim Clean and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is coming to Texas Saturday, April 14th. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndication and trade professionals. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Use promo code EXPO18 and get in for just $10. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Walmsley. Use promo code EXPO18 to get your all-access pass for just $10. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet featured speaker Darren Hardy, author of The Compound Effect and Personal Success Expert, along with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, best-selling author and former United States Navy SEAL who received the Navy Cross and Purple Heart for his actions during Operation Red Wings. Your path to retirement in just one day. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO18. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Kim McLean, a multifamily mentor. And uh, Kim is uh, sharing his life story with us, and we've worked our way up to the point where he came to Lifestyles. And Kim, when you came out of the two-day, um, tell us the trajectory of your growth from that point forward. What were you thinking when you came out of the two-day, and what did you end up doing with it? Well, uh, like I said, uh, after the second day, we determined that we didn't even think twice about rental houses anymore. Uh, we were going to move forward with apartments. In fact, we sold the house that I was in, and I had quite a bit of equity in that. And so, uh, well, not quite a bit, but I had some equity in that for a small house. And so, because like I said, I was listening to Dave Ramsey, and I was working hard towards paying off that house. Um, and so we took that equity, the equity from my wife's uh, uh, sale of her condo. Uh, we bought another house and had some leftover money. And we decided we were going to actively look for uh, an apartment complex. And so we went on a road trip, uh, one of the Lifestyles road trips, and one of the members uh, announced that they were going to sell their apartment complex. They had bought it like 18 months before or something, and it was a, it was a, a true value play, and they had fixed it up and did all the heavy lifting, and they agreed to sell it to us. And so we bought it. And at the time, we felt like, you know, it was it was a good deal. Uh, later on, we felt like, wow, we paid a premium for it, but it was still a nice little property. And as it turns out, it was a real bargain. So uh, we bought that property in 2007, and uh, we still own it today. In fact, uh, we're making some just astronomical returns on that, like 60% cash on cash each year uh, on that one property. So uh, we, uh, we're very pleased with that. That retired Julie, so she quit traveling. Uh, I continued to travel a little bit. Uh, but, you know, the, um, the drug cartels were really taking hold down in Mexico, and it was getting really dangerous and really scary down there. And it, it was really worrying her that I was flying down to Mexico because when I was on my jobs down there, I was going out to these industrial plants and stuff, and I was, you know, driving around by myself in Mexico. So it, it was really an unsafe situation. And uh, so a couple of years later, uh, we decided to we were going to be lead investors. And so I put together my first syndication, uh, bought a 124-unit property, 
And on that day, I quit doing environmental consulting. And when I got a phone call from one of my clients that had nine projects for me to do down in Mexico, and I was able to tell him no, uh, it was so exhilarating. Uh, it's, it's like the members that call me and tell me, guess what? I got laid off from my job, and they're so happy. Uh, I was the exact same way. Uh, so, um, so when they when I do get members call and tell me that, I understand fully, you know, where their exuberance comes from. So, uh, we uh, we managed that property through the recession and uh, waited a couple of years to make sure we we had all the processes down and knew what we were doing. And then uh, I think it was three or three or four years later. We bought another property, put, another, put together another syndication. Uh, then it got the bug for sure, and then we started buying a, a one property a year after that. Uh, we sold that first syndication. So we now currently have uh, five properties, including the one that we, uh, we own on our own. So, Kim, when you came in, <clears throat> just your personality is very open. You're a very laid-back kind of guy. What did you think about the way lifestyles was set up and the people and the openness of the whole atmosphere. How did that ring with you? Oh, it's phenomenal. It, it's just incredible. Uh, you know, I came from a family. When we went on a family vacation one time, uh, we were driving down to Florida, and it's a state line at a rest area where we stopped. They had people taking a survey just to try and get a feel for their, you know, their, their visitors. And my dad, they, he didn't want to answer the questions about how much he made and, and what he did and all that other stuff. He was very private, and I think a lot of that had to do with his generation. And so they didn't share that type of information. And then here we go in, you know, uh, in lifestyles, and people are telling you, you know, what their net worth is and, and how they bought a deal, how much money they raised, how much cash flow they're making. I mean, it's just incredible, and I, I try and tell my uh, the people I mentor, if you were to buy a convenience store and you go down the block to the next convenience store and ask them how much do they pay for Twinkies, they're not going to tell you. They're, they're not going to give you any information. They're not going to give you vendors. They're not going to do any of that stuff. So it's just an amazing thing. Uh, when, when you tell people uh, lifestyles is a, is a real estate mentoring and education program that's a, such a fraction of the whole story uh, because the experience you get from other people and the information and the leads and the vendors and just all those things combined uh, it's just there's nothing else like it in the world as has been said on many occasions and uh, but it's really true and absolutely true so we're going to fast forward to a, a meaningful moment in my life, probably in your life. We're sitting in a, uh, a vendor's seminar room. He's giving us a lecture about light bulbs. Believe it or not, how can this be a meaningful moment in our life? And we've got with us 20 of the top investors in lifestyles. They're all sitting here taking this seminar on light bulbs, right? And I'm sitting in the middle of all you guys, but you guys, you know, you are, you guys are the forefront of what goes on in lifestyle because you guys are all out there doing it. I'm the old man just sitting behind, you know, telling you stories about when I used to do it, you know, kind of stuff. And uh, 
you guys start talking about what we're going to do after after real estate. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm almost 60 years old at that time. And I'm thinking, what do you mean, what are you going to do after real estate? And you guys were all thought that the process was going to end, that there was going to be this point where you were going to sell off your real estate, take your money and put it in something else and be done. But that's because you guys were working in your real estate and not on your real estate. But at that moment, you were truly, truly contemplating retirement from being self-employed and worrying about what you were going to do. And the conversation just, it shook me to the bone, Kim, that, hey, I'm sitting here, you know, I've been doing this for 27 years. There's no retiring from doing very little. And uh, there's no point where you stop needing income. But man, you guys were talking that stuff up about oil wells and stock investments. And do you remember that moment? You must. Oh, that <laughs> it's crazy when I look back on it. Yeah, you're you're you know dead on on that. We were so involved in working in our business. Uh, I mean, up until a couple of years ago, my wife was still paying all the bills and doing payroll and doing all those things. But even before that, before we moved from Houston out to the Hill Country, oh, we would go out there and do some crazy stuff. And I told you about the time we would go out and plant flowers under the sign in, in our own apartment <laughs> complex. And we get get those directional signs out on the street corner and flip those around. And, I mean, we were doing, we were doing some crazy stuff. And it just didn't occur to me. I, I guess I just you know, wasn't listening to what you were saying that, you know, we were, we were supposed to be working on our business and not in it. And, uh, you know, at some point it finally clicked. Uh, yeah, we were looking at some, some silly stuff. I went so far as to went and talked to a financial advisor about taking all the proceeds from the sale of these properties and putting in a mutual fund. that's going to pay me 3% per year for, you know, the rest of my life. And, and when when I told him, you know, these are my expectations, this is how much money I would like to make, which is what I was making at the time. He said, well, there's no way we can do that. You know, you have to lower your expectations. And I think kind of a, a bell went off then, too, that I realized, you know, what am I doing? Uh, I need to keep keep doing this. Uh, and, and that's one of the beauties of lifestyles also. It teaches us how to invest passively. Uh, how how to continue to do this with, like you said, very little effort. We can uh, we can put money in other people's deals that we actually know. We're not just buying them off some syndicator and off the street corner. It's people we know, and we know they're good uh, good syndicators or good lead investors. Well, I think that's uh, where we're going to take a break, Kim. Uh, we'll come back. We'll pick up from there. For the rest of you, if you want to call, our number is 877-711-5211. Be right back with Kim McLean and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? 
How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the last segment of the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Kim McLean, one of my multifamily mentors. Been around for a long time, and uh, he's sharing his life story with us today. It's really heartfelt. Um, Kim, we're at the point now where you've come out of that meeting with your financial planner, and you realize that sell it all and dump it in a mutual fund isn't going to work for you. You had to go back and rethink your whole policy at that point. Share with us what you and Julie went through and the rethinking. I know I had a conversation with you during that time, but what was your rethinking at that point, how you were going to fix this problem and get to the point where in the, the last 10, 20 years of your life, you really had no job anymore, completely gave it away well we uh you know as we uh bought more and more properties our economies of scale we started you know making more and more money and we started realizing that you know why are we trading our time for money we need to start letting go of some things and letting other people handle these things and in talking to other members they were doing this very same thing and uh, I've had to lecture people in, you know, that are uh, only a couple of years in. They're, you know, they'll post on Facebook. They're out, you know, installing this in their apartments. I said, you got to quit working in your business and work on it. And so uh, it, it's kind of, I think it's a natural inclination to go in there when you own something you want to, you know, you feel like you're the only one that can do it right. And so it just took experience and gradually giving up control of things to make that happen. What really caused us to, to uh, give a, give up all control, I guess, without, you know, we, we still oversee all the properties and all that. But it was when we decided that we're going to build our dream home in the Hill Country, some property we had bought five or six, ten years ago, something like that. And so we decided now was the time. And so we had hired a supervisor to oversee all of the managers for us, and that freed up our time. And so we were able to sell everything and um, sell our house in, in uh, Houston area and build a house here in the Hill Country and move out here. And so we did that, but yet we were still pretty active. Julie was still paying all the bills and payroll and all that, which took up all of her time. And I, uh, I said, look, I want to buy another property. And she said, I can't handle another property. I said, well, we're going to have to make a, a full change. And so we hired a management company to take over everything, paying all the bills, all those things. And we found one within Lifestyles, or actually Lifestyle members, and felt comfortable. Their philosophy was the same as ours. And we hired them, and it's been the best thing ever. They've... Uh, you know, to totally free up our time. Julie doesn't really have much of anything to do. Uh, I still oversee the partnerships and, you know, check out the financials each month and, and, and 
oversee some some rehab on the new property. And uh, but other than that, uh, mentoring at Lifestyles is is all I do uh, during the during the day. So uh, it's been a real eye opening experience that it is possible to live like you, where you only spend a couple hours a month working and still make some incredible uh, some incredible money. How do you see the future, Kim? I mean, you're like I am. Uh, we're a little older than the average uh, donut here playing this game. Um, what do you see the future looking like uh, now that you've you figured out, you know, uh, there's like stages in your life, right, where you, you figure this out and you figure this out. And some of the stages come really quick to some people. Some of the stages take them their whole life to learn. But you've crossed over into this next stage. Um, what do you see next? What's, what's the future look like for you and Julie? Well, you know, we, we made a decision last year that this year was going to be a travel year. We were going to go on some vacations that we've been wanting to do our whole lives. And so we're doing that. And so we're going to kind of see after this year if that's something we want to continue to do. We're, we're going somewhere just about every month. Uh, we're going to the Virgin Islands on a, on a sailing trip with some friends next month. We're going on a Mediterranean cruise. We're going to... Uh, uh, Hawaii and spend probably a month and you know we're going to see how that goes but I really enjoy what I do I enjoy the mentoring but I also enjoy buying properties uh, I, I just closed on one back in December whereas earlier in that year I kept telling everybody I'm done I'm, I have enough properties I don't want to buy anymore but I enjoy the process I enjoy taking you know a distressed property and turning it around making it a nicer property for the, the residents making money for families within lifestyles. Uh, I enjoy doing that. So uh, I will probably continue to buy properties for at least a couple of years, maybe. Uh, continue mentoring for as long as you guys want to put up with me and, uh, and continue traveling as long as we're able to. So I, I think it's going to be status quo for us for at least the next five to ten years. Well, you know, I have to say that... Um one of the largest attributes I assign to you as a human being is your joviality. You know, I've never seen you not happy. I've seen you in stress moments. You know, we've gone, we see go through things, but in general, you're always happy. Julie's always happy. You guys are just—it must be a, a relationship made in heaven because the two of you are always exciting and fun, and. It really makes me realize, you know, when you show up to a business meeting and you're in flip-flops and shorts, <laughs> there's, there's really nothing serious about life. It really is just, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. It's you just, you are that epitome of that. And I really enjoy having you on the team, man. Okay, thank you, Dale. I really appreciate it. Remember, Kim, myself, and all of Lifestyles, we don't do it for the money. We do it for the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.